Hey, welcome everybody. Uh, the first edition of Fat Firemen at the Table. Uh, coming to you live from the 9th Street Firehouse in Wellsville, Ohio. Uh, my name is Jared Grimm, otherwise known as Pigpen. Um, 20 year veteran. Um, part of the group here that, that we're going to talk to you tonight and hopefully a lot of other nights. I'm going to pass the, uh, the hat here to, to my left to 18-year uh, vet, Assistant Chief Doug Jackson. Thank you, Big Pen. Hey, uh, how's it going? 18 years I got into service. Um, you know, just here to have some fun with the, these guys, talk about some stuff. Uh, you can also call me Tiny Dancer. That might be throughout this segment as my alias. So... Over here to my left is Assistant Chief Cody Cole. I was glad to see you got me to your left, wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Cole, 20-year veteran, and also Assistant Chief with the Volunteer Fire Department of Willsville. Uh, as some of you heard the bell in the beginning, that bell is off our 1927 Seagraves, and through the duration of this thing, you're going to hear that bell when somebody really messes up, <laughs> or we got a hot topic. To my left, we got... Brad Osborne, 12-year veteran, captain. Uh, how y'all doing? Uh, like Cody said, I've uh, been on in the fire service for 12 years. Um, seen a lot, but haven't seen all of it yet. So I'm, I'm here to talk with these guys and, and learn in the process. And uh, hopefully you guys learn too from some of the topics we're going to talk about. Oh, it's going to be explicit too. We're going to cuss a lot. A lot. There's going to be farting. <laughs> a lot. Hello? <laughs> well, this is Pigpen again. Uh, sounds like we got, a, got another veteran here. Got him on the line. Uh, Shane Comparetto. He's a couple hundred miles from us down in Georgia. Maybe a few hundred. Um... But Shane's on the line here. We're going to talk about something, but we're not real sure yet because this is the first time we've done this. We might let Shane figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to let Shane talk about something. Oh, Lord, I thought it was, a, I thought it was calling about my home, my car warranty. <laughs> <laughs> the car warranty. That's what I want for Christmas. I was about to hang up on <laughs> So what's up, brother? How's, uh, how's life down in Georgia? Perfect. We're good. We're sitting around the table. Got uh, myself, Jackson, Cody, Brad, the city guys over there on the other side, Gibbs. He didn't want to take part in things. so We didn't introduce him. He's just a city guy. <laughs> so what you boys up to? This is about it. What are you talking about? We're talking about you. <laughs> yeah. We was calling you for the topic. Uh, you know, I don't even know what a topic would be. Well. How about, how about, uh, how about, uh, I heard you guys had a run the other night in the snow. Yeah. 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 In my 20 years, it was the scaredest I ever been in a fire truck. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, sir. Yep, road conditions were horrible at best. Well, I can remember one on uh, Thanksgiving. 
Um, it was a prominent member of the community's house. And uh, it was up in a hilly area. And we drove the truck. And it snowed that night. Had reported the chimney fire. We went there. And I got her stuck in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we didn't have to pull off any longer. Did it with some chimney flares and an extinguisher because they would have been mad at me. Yeah, that's how we were the other night. Um, luckily, Captain Osborne over there, he got the first five guys there and back safe. And uh, Jamie McMahon got the other engine out and back safely. Um, but if we'd had to pull line, it would have probably been 200 yards worth to even get to the, uh, to the, the structure. Yeah, so. yeah, that's not fun. And what, uh, how much snow do you guys have? About six inches? Yeah, or about six inches, I would say. That's what she says. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm going to ring something real quick, see if you remember what it is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty badass. We got the bell right in the middle of the table. We sure are. Yes, sir. Oh, good. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, Cody made it very clear that there very well may be uh, foul language. You can bet yes, your brass bells we're going to cuss. That's right. You <laughs> bet your brass bells we're going to talk about it. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, I listen to the other podcasts out there. Not your political correct ones, but um, like Saudi and them guys, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they don't hold yeah. back on much. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't call you the show for nothing. I thought it was the ship game. Well, that was for you to talk about. I can't put. I can't start a fire. I'll tell you that. I got two pilots in my fire pit, and they ain't burning today. Sounds like you need some gasoline. I got some. <laughs> Just. Here's where we cue the ambulance. Yeah. Do you want me to hang up and dial 911? And tell him I'm way far away from where I need a fire truck and an ambulance, but I know the address. I guess she was just so used to calling the uh, the local, the, the hometown firehouse. Yeah, I'm telling you, but I'm telling you, that's the way girls do. Well. That's, I remind them, one day I was on house watch, and uh, the spawn chick, she calls up the firehouse, and um, she said my house on fire, and I was like, okay, ma'am, well, um, 
what's your address and all that stuff. He says, my house is on fire. I was like, calm down, man. Calm down, man. I got to get your address and know where you're at. Um, my house is on fire. She says, calm down, man. Uh, then um, she says, I, I can't get there if you don't tell me your address. She looked at me. She sounded, she said, how do you get there? She went, duh, big red truck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there you go, boys. My five minutes of fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? That was the woof. The woof. You want me to ring the bell for you? Yeah, ring it. That's awesome. <laughs> so I think uh, you guys uh, sold the engine, eh? Yeah, we yeah. gave it to Empire. Good, they could use it. Yeah, they was running the 1988 KME. Open cab in the back. Bienvenidos a la Grita. Dame tu cosita. Dame tu cosita. <laughs> Sorry, Doug was over here getting something about Mamacita. I don't know what it was doing, but he's getting ready to be a Tiny Dancer. <laughs> yeah, Tiny Dancer was coming out. Damn ass. <laughs> so, what's your big topics, guys? This is a first show or what? Yeah, yeah first show. First yeah. show, and we don't have topics because well, that's the way it should be. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Well, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Uh, I am not. I am not. I am not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on a fence. So, it all depends on how the wife feels. That or, well, your wife rolls your roof, so. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Whether or not you, your work makes you get it. <laughs> right. My work might. Wife might. I'm not saying I won't get it, but I'm not getting it now. Not right now. I don't, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go for it, boys. Well, hey, that's cool. What if it shrinks your soup can up into a tuna can? <laughs> I don't care. I'm at that age now. I don't care. <laughs> You've had your fun. I don't know, man. I was just always taught to never buy the first model year of anything. I don't know. You was alive then. I wasn't. You got to start somewhere, don't you? <laughs> you do. You do. I guess uh, I don't. I don't want to take it. Well, nobody wants to. If it I'm came, everybody's scared to death. I mean, hell, they've been fighting AIDS and don't have a vaccine for what thirty years and cancer, of course, and everything like that. Then, oof, eight months is a Yeah, it just makes me really nervous. <laughs> I guess if I knew that was the outcome, I'd probably be all in. Like, let's do it. I mean, I'll talk to these, half these people in this world anymore anyways. It seems like it. That's true. That's a true story. I mean, it's a long time, boys. You know as well as I do in the fire service, man. We're there about for them. That's my favorite damn um, mission statement. Is the two words. It's simple. It's the truth. And, um, but it's hard nowadays because people are just getting ridiculous. Mm -hmm. 
on both sides, you know. It's yeah. Just like, I mean, I was reading last night that uh, this morning I was reading an article. I forget where it was at. Um, they shot two paramedics and one paramedic was a private company. One paramedic was packing, and he ended up killing the assailant. Thankfully. And, um, so they couldn't like, kill nobody else. You, you believe? I mean, that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, coming to help somebody and getting shot at. That's where we're at. I read that too, Shane. It, uh, it, what I read, it said that they already had him in the ambulance, and dude pulled his gun out and shot, shot in the ambulance. I mean, it, it's just crazy, you know. You, you get into a safe place like you, you would think an ambulance. And yeah, think, and, and a lot of times, you know, because you run all them runs, and we let our guards down, we come, become complacent, and that, that's why I even try to teach my bullies, man. It's like just even walking in the parking lot, coming from the store. I did it last night going to the mall. I said, man, I always look at your surroundings. I said, you don't know what's going to happen. And um, he said, uh, one of my boys said, nah, you see that girl with that nice butt right there? I was like, what's your ass? Yeah, then you video at the Target, you almost get caught. That's my kind of surroundings. That's <laughs> 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 You know, it goes along with that, though, Shane. I, I've always, I read this thing a long time, and it goes a long way. Stay uncomfortable, because being comfortable breeds complacency. Complacency breeds laziness, and that's when you get hurt. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it happens every time. You know, there's months you go. And, I mean, face it, there's no company in America unless you're Detroit. There's something where you're running a million fires a day. It just doesn't happen. And um, so you'll get there, and you'll check your rig, and check your pack. I'm like, ah don't need it today that's the day you need it yeah yep. mm-hmm. and um i fight i fought with my whole career and uh but it's nobody else's fault but your own you know even if other guys on your shift don't do it you gotta do it you gotta step up and do it and that's what anything yeah yeah i mean Somebody else don't want to lead, you got to lead, you know? That's right. And it's not even leading. I just want to know when I put on my pack that it's working, it's got air, and it's ready to go. Yeah. You know? Right. Just like you said, we're there for them. When our stuff don't work, we're not there anymore. Yeah. You can't blame them. Else. That's the thing I've seen so many times in so many years, and that's the stuff I always try to instill in the guys. Can't blame it on on A shift. You can't blame it on C shift. You can't blame it on guys that are so fucking. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's your responsibility, regardless. And plus, if nothing else, it's practice. Yeah. You know? uh, absolutely, it gets you that muscle memory. And you know, I so I told. Hell, I take the sleep pill at night now. And let them damn turns go off. If it wasn't for muscle memory, I'd be lost. You know? Yeah, 
Yeah. To just just doing the routines, you know. The routine of putting in the pop, listen to what it sounds like. Just the plain old everyday stuff. Yeah. And thankfully, you know, for you, you've done it that way your whole career. So uh, there's times I got lazy, I ain't gonna lie. I mean then um, there's times where people put the foot in your ass or, and something like you know, that's why I always like when the young guys come. Um, get a new rookie or a new guy comes in, I mean, tell me what you know. Because they learn some shit that I haven't learned. You know, they teach you stuff that you get humbled. But if you're not open to that, you're a dick. The fire service is always changing. It is. I mean, you know, if it, if it didn't change, we'd still be using buckets. Yeah. 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 So I was listening to a podcast here the other day, and it was on uh, getting salty, them guys. And uh, they was talking about using the rabbit tool to force the door. And they go back, and they, they tell the captain they want to buy a rabbit tool. He said, for what? Guys are going to forget how to force doors if you get one of those. He said, yeah, well, we already done forgot how to shoe horses, so, <laughs> you know, so why don't we move forward? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and what I found, you know, through my career is that stuff finds its way back, you know. Let me give an example. Um, Van Enter Search is a good one. We was doing that inner search my first um um fatality um first grab it didn't work out so well was, uh, was my man Bobby Swagger was it VES before right then um we did that though and we didn't think we didn't name everything you know VESI um we do transitional attacks before, and now it's a big thing. And um, stuff comes has its way of coming around. Back. <clears throat> Look at all them in, in the old trucks. Look how many smoothbores there were. Right. Yeah. On them trucks right there. Yeah. Just look around that firehouse right there. Now, what are you guys starting to put back on the rig? Putting the smoothboards back on. That's what I'm talking about. It just, it, it just comes around. History repeats itself. Plain and simple. Water fights fire. Plain and simple. And if you don't get in there and put it out, it won't go out. <laughs> no. It won't go out. Ten times out of ten. <laughs> it will not go out if you don't put water on it. Shit. When's the last time you seen that happen? 
When I was 18. Yeah. 20 years ago. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Hell, they used to have companies called Fire Patrol up in New York. They had, I don't know how many it was, I'm not think three Fire Patrol. And that's all they did. They were paid for by the insurance companies. And they went in and threw salvage covers. Yeah. That's it. And we're not even teaching that. We're teaching how to save our own every five minutes. Right. Right. You know, and that's important. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not one of the guys that's, but damn, teach about putting out the damn fire first. Yeah. Then yeah. we don't have to save it. Right. You know? And this is one of my favorite quotes. It's probably politically incorrect, but I don't care. I know Tyler told me before, and it's still my favorite, and it stuck with me. When I went into the firehouse, he goes, hey, boy. It's like, what's up? Sir. Because <laughs> 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 Used to be a bunch of firemen sitting around the firehouse looking at pussy magazines. Now it's a bunch of pussies looking at fireman magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I could which agree with awesome. that. Which is awesome. You know, for, hey, man, we can't go in there. We can't go in there. Do the guys start to say, put their foot down, say, no, that's bullshit. We're here. We're going to do it. We're going to work. You got to be aggressive. You got to be. You got to be smart, smartly aggressive. Yeah. You know, you just, you just don't throw in there just to go get your damn helmet melted. You know, that's always I got always got a kick out of that too. I see these guys with the with the um, their borks dripping and shit. They said, "Why ain't your borks dripping?" I said, "Well, hell, I put out the fire. <laughs> I, I don't want to sit there and melt." <laughs> that was actually, I believe, that was brought up as one of our topics. Uh, you know, burning your helmet just for fun. Yep. It's so stupid. It's just like I call a lot of them parade firemen. They got the t-shirt. Yeah, but you only see yeah. them when it's time to go to a parade. That's it. After the, after the truck's washed and ready yeah, to go. Yeah. Or the newspapers there taking pictures. You know, I've, I've, been, I've been honored to be on both sides of the, the fire service. I mean, hell, when I still come up, up there, I jump on the truck, not getting paid, you know. But there are paid guys that I know that some volunteers would just smoke them out of the water. And there, and there are some volunteers that just should be there selling pancakes. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, the city guys over there laying in the recliner, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. supervising. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't want in this, you know. I'm, oh, you're getting in it. We're bringing you in. <laughs> he's thinking about making pancakes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you the only time that uh, 
the only time that anything on my helmet got melted, I didn't like it, and I didn't ever want it to happen again. I mean, we've charred up some helmets, you know, some some shit, but, I mean, that's not a badge of honor to me. No. I like to put the fire out. No, if my helmet gets war paint on it, it's from actually doing work. I didn't hold a lighter to mine to melt the, the graphics. So it looks like I did something. The only time all my shit got melted, I think it was a badge of what the hell just went wrong. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I remember the trailer fire one year. And I'm talking, that was probably the hottest I've been in my instinct. It was to get up, stand up, and run. Because that's before the the old timers say, don't put no hoods on, you know. You never wore a hood. Still don't. Um, <laughs> the old Scots, you know, with the elephant tube. And that's the first thing your body wanted to do was just, I just want to get the fuck out of here because I'm burning up. And um, if I didn't have a seasoned guy behind me and grab me and throw me down and call my ass down, I'd have been burned up in a damn trailer fire, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where was that trailer fire at, Shane? That was on, I think, off of 16th School Road. Yeah. That's where we went the other night, pretty much. The double wide. I, I can't remember. Was that the double wide that was across from uh, Chief Wilson's place? It was, I, it, was, it was by Chief Wilson's place, yeah. Yeah. I was there on that one. That's when it was real cold, right? Oh, yeah. Snow? I, come, I can't remember, man. I got, I don't know. There's a lot of alcohol, though. Dementia. <laughs> <laughs> you got the dementia and I got the diabetes. And that's what's crazy, too, is guys will bring their calls to you and, and they'll tell you about a call and you just completely forgot about it, you know? At least that's the way my brain works. I forget about shit a lot. I don't know if that's a mechanism to try to keep me sane. Could be. But uh, there's a lot of calls I don't remember, man. You just run out of room in your bank. You put I too much in your spank bank. I got a separate uh, bank. No, my spank bank ain't broke. <laughs> it ain't broke. He said, that ain't, ain't broke. broke. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> speaking for myself if I didn't have people like you to show me how to do it I wouldn't be able to help nobody else I can tell you that Around. 
there's a lot of good energy up there. And, and it's really true about what they say about cancer in a place, man. If you find cancer, fucking jump on it. Don't let it fucking grow. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's, I mean, it, it happens in paid departments. It happens. And when I became in a position where I had a little bit of authority, try to stomp out that cancer. And, um, and that's my first not by trying to coach them up. You just don't shun them. And if they don't get it then, that's when you you get ugly. But first, got to try to bring them up. If you don't bring them up, you got to throw them away. Yeah. That was another topic that we had coming yeah. up. Yeah. We just had a discussion the other night, a couple of us, about that kind of stuff. It's okay to it's okay to beat somebody down, but you got to pick them up. Exactly. You, yeah, you I mean, got to pick them up. And, and, and a lot of people are afraid to train. I've seen this. They're afraid that they're going to make mistakes. For Christ's sakes, that's where we do it. Yeah, you want to make it on a training session, not on a call. Dude, I was throwing ladders a couple weeks ago. Um, and um, it was having this class come through. So I was like, well, hell, I ain't going to have them do it. I got to show them how to do it first. Shit, I dropped the first one on my head. <laughs> Picked it right up, you know. I was like, look, people, it happens. You just, you know, mistakes happen. Yeah. But they happen on training. And when it's time when somebody's yelling out the window, I'd still drop it on my head. Yeah, I mean, practice makes permanent. That's right. It don't make perfect. It makes permanent. The problem nowadays, I see a lot, is uh, the officers are having a hard time holding each other accountable for their own actions, so they don't want to hold the rest of the firemen accountable for their actions. And that happens. And you got to remember, and, and, and it's harder on a volunteer department and because you don't see each other for a certain amount of days and stuff. Like, we're all human, man. And um, there's always something going on in somebody's individual life that we don't know about. Yeah. Um, and until you, and you really got to focus that. If you focus on your brothers first, if you focus on them as a person, everything else will fall into place. Um, if, if you, if like for example, you know, I'm not going to be pissed. If a guy forgets to put his gear off the rig unless it happens two or three times in a, in a row on a shift. You know, I'm say, man, he's something. I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to pick him up. And if I notice something. Um, he's just off. I'm not just going to, I'm going to go up and say, Hey man, what's up? You got to talk to your members. You got to talk to your guys because we're all type A personalities and we're going to knock on it. Nobody knows it's our job. No. But that's our job as brothers is to figure that shit out. That's what we, we're just not just brothers on t-shirts. You got to be brothers for real. And um, 
Some guys won't be that way, but the majority will. I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm on my damn soapbox right now. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking. I, this is like my fourth different beer. I ain't even looking. <laughs> this is a Sam Adams holiday. It's pretty good. How's the weather in Georgia? Right now, it's a little chilly, man. I ain't going to lie. My areolas are pumping off. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, about 55? pulled up after school and my house is actually on fire and watching them guys bust their butt in uh, the old you know the old school stuff is what made me want to do it so you know I mean I know it's not a proud moment but that's what made me want to become a fireman is because you know just watching them do what they did when my house was on fire and I was six years old at the time, so. And that stuck, stuck there. So let me use that for an example. You six-year-old was watching, then and that caught your eye to be a fireman. Yep. So we gotta remember that when we're out on the street for these people too. Yeah, absolutely. Because people are always watching. Exactly. There's always a camera on you. Yeah, and I'm proud because really, we are in this country, you know how shady it is, but we're still the only profession that somebody will call and give their baby to without hesitation. That's yeah. Fact. Hey, city guys, hook me up with a cold one. <laughs> if we lose that, that's when I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you on that. And them guys that came before us worked too hard, and it's all good. You know, just they worked too hard to, for us to fuck that up. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Proudest what about, moment. What, what about you, Dave? Man, you trying to get into my emotions? You trying to make me cry on the first podcast? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I really think that probably my proudest thing was, you know, my my first ever department was, you know, I, I, where I cut my teeth, where my pap helped build, you know. He, he, he built the place. I mean, like, he was a charter member. And that... Like, laid block on building. Yeah, like, like I'm talking about for real build it. Like... <laughs> Not just building yeah. up the community. I'm talking about building build it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if that's what you're asking, I mean, that... that... I mean, what, what's, what's your, your proudest moment so far? What, my proudest moment um, 
was there's a, there's a couple of them, but when I came up home a few a month ago or so, whatever it was, and people were engaged in training class that I gave. Yeah. That made me proud. That I actually thought, well, maybe I did don't know a little bit. It 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 twirled my head a little bit, but made me feel good that, that people might have learned something. Well, I mean, you are fireman of the year. Yeah. So. <laughs> the Fusky Island. I fucking make the best fucking coffee. I, on the other hand, do not. And you can ask anybody. <laughs> I make syrup. Them boys from other department were getting on me. Hell, you just went back there. You weren't even there here. Well, I mean, hey. They said you said you met the, they met the same fire for the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I said it didn't come with a fucking pay raise, though, I'll tell you that. No. But we all do it for nothing, you know? Yeah, I mean. For nothing. I, I can tell you one thing, it's, it's awesome for me is um, my, my daughter literally runs around the house right now and she's been doing this since Halloween and I know she's just a little girl but everything is I'm your fireman helper that's awesome your fireman helper you know what I mean it, it, it's awesome you know it's it's just it's a great feeling it is it really is I mean I, I, I feel bad for the people that never get to experience it for real, I mean. That's like my wife. She has no clue. She still, she, she thought the captain was um, the chief. You know, she did. She she has no clue of how like it works. And um, and when I when I got married to her and I built my bar, and of course it's all fire shit. She's like, how in in the world? But that's what she loves about me, how passionate I am about that, you know? And she says, I don't see how how, how much I'm in love with the career you can be. And I said, it's not the career, it's a lifestyle, man. It's, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, it's knowing that at any given point, you could send a text message out to 20 people and... Most likely, pending anything like major going on in their life, 19 of them are coming. Like, you might have one that just ain't able to, but the other 19 are probably on their way. Well, I'll give you an example. When I went through my first divorce and I was in the darkest time of my life, a brother from 800 miles away drove down to see me. <laughs> Trying to get my feelings again. <laughs> <laughs> and if it wasn't for that, I don't know where I'd be right now, man. Well... You know, uh, you know that God do it again. No, you ain't gonna let you do it. I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction. <laughs> this will be the one and only episode. <laughs> That's all right. But you know that guy would do it again, man. Yeah, I do the same. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it looks like uh, either Cody or Brad's up. The question hasn't been answered around the table. No, it hasn't. <laughs> it's going to be. 
All right, so I guess, I guess my, I've been thinking about it since you brought it up. And, you know, uh, running, jumping on the fire truck for 20 years, it's hard to pinpoint one proud moment. Uh, but growing up in the firehouse, you know, my dad was assistant chief of the Slamville Fire Department for a lot of years. He had 23 years on when he retired. And seeing how things worked there, you know, moving up, just watching them old school guys, you know, no air packs on, jumping in a rig, going out, fighting a fire, getting up in the attics, you know, you can't breathe, cigarette in one hand, halligan in the other. You know, that was just a living life that back in 1984. I know, you was like a senior in high school then. <laughs> uh, <you're>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was still looking through, uh, I was going to the community pool and checking out a couple girls blush peeking. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, you know, I, I went to the Hallentown Fire Department. I did 16 years there. And I come down here to uh, Wellsville, and, and I've been here since. But my proudest moment would have been this last September, not this past one, but a year ago, September, when we did the 150th year anniversary here in town of fire service in town. I mean, that's a, that's a major thing. You got 150 years of fire service in one city and the, the outpouring from the neighboring departments, the, the community itself, when we had our one day event and the amount of participation that we had, it really showed how much the community supports the fire department. Right. And I'm just glad to be a part of it. And the whole redoing this building, yeah. bringing back yeah. history in Ninth Street. Yeah, bringing back the, the building that we're in. You know, it was built in 1867 as the first Catholic church in Wellsville. And then, you know, went defunct in like 1901. They gave it to the village or the city, and the city turned it into a fire department. So. In 1971, they built the new station up at 12th Street, and this one's kind of gone by the wayside, so a group of us guys got together and, and dedicated a lot of our own time and money and got this station back to where it's presentable. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, we got a 1951, 50-51 Seagrave sitting here that hasn't ran in 20 years. It's now running thanks to... The city guy. The city guy in the chair <laughs> over there. And we got our 1941 Chevrolet pumper sitting here. Uh, one of our past members is, uh, they, is, two of them actually bought it back and refurbed it, sold it back to the volunteers. It was their first brand new fire truck, and we still drive it down the road. So that's my proudest moment, you know, being a part of this and just continuing it on. Trying to keep the traditions alive. And that was awesome. The most awesome event. Man, I was fortunate to get up there for that, man. And, and just the, what I loved was seeing all the old timers come back. Yeah. Man, and to see them glow and tell stories and look at each other. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, just to have, just to have the war stories floating around that night at the, at the, at the event. Was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was. There's my wife and kid just get back from shopping. <laughs> that. Glad you brought that up, Cody. That was that was really awesome. Yeah. That and, and I told you, and 
thank you for doing that. I mean, I wouldn't have missed that trip for anything. And it was just, <laughs> it, it meant so much to so many people. Yeah. And to put that thing on and the way you guys did it, I'm telling you, it was awesome. It's funny that he brought that up because I just looked over to my right and I see a sign. It says Wellsville Fire Department, 150, 150th anniversary celebration. Grand Marshal Fire Chief David Lloyd, retired 41 years of service, driven by his brother, Robert Lloyd. Man, that speaks so much volume. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's so much volume. And that's the whole family of firefighters there. Yeah. His dad was a prior chief. He was a chief. His two brothers were firefighters. Yeah. I mean, 41 years. It's 41 amazing. years. To, and I'll tell everybody in, my, in the world that I feel like I'm one of the luckiest human beings on earth when it comes to the fire service because I was able to learn from Chief Lloyd. 100%. I mean, literally, I, I, I truly believe that. Oh, I, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I've been in a few places around the country. And I, got to know, I got to do a lot in my career. I was pretty fortunate, you know. And um, I went some great classes. I've uh, been around some great firefighters, but I'm telling you, man. He's up there. <laughs> yeah. He is up there. 100%. So, Brad, let's get to yours. <laughs> You're up. Well, uh, sitting here thinking about it, uh, Cody, you pretty much covered it. But uh, there was one thing at the 150th that made me absolutely 100% proud to be not only just a firefighter in the fire service, but to be on this department. Uh, when... Chief Lloyd got up and started speaking and, you know, telling us some stories and telling us how proud he was of the department we have become. And then you get Shane up there crying, you know. He did cry. It, it, it makes... That, that, that don't need to be. <laughs> That's why. I love this man. I love this man. Love this <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, that, that moment right then, that made me proud to be just part of this department. Um, you know, it, it shows the brotherhood. It, it shows, you know, that we're doing things right. We're moving in the right direction, and I'm proud to be a part of it. That's awesome, too, man. That is awesome. But you are the guys now that's got to instill that in these younger generations because you're the older guys now. Yeah, I mean, we all got to be working to be on that sign someday, right over there. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's if we're not all working for the, for being on a sign like that someday, you know, we're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. We got to hope people look at us like like we look at Chief Lloyd in in fifty years. I guess I'm gonna retire because I already got my picture in the museum. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
They're smiling like always. She ain't, she's not going to say shit. You didn't even tell me she was there. She's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time you met her, she was bailing out of a window head first. <laughs> right. 
She looked like a yo-yo. She'd ride it down and go right back up, do it again. <laughs> well, listen, brother, we're going to have to wrap this up pretty directly. <clears throat> you want me to give it a wrap on the way out? Well, I mean, you're probably going to have to because I'm pretty sure I've hit my curfew. close for our uh, first edition here. Yeah, you bet your brass bells we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah, hopefully once this gets up and running, we can have some questions and answers. We'll be live on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, with that. Merry uh, Christmas, everybody. Be safe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.